0: It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring WarChant.com's Jeff Cameron, managing editor Ira Schaufell, and senior writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU Pistols and Pie starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Here it is. Welcome in, everybody. Great to be with you. As always, it is the Monday Smash Slash. Seminole headlines. Let's get it on. You guys welcome in in the chat. If you want to ask questions, ask away. We Got a lot of time to talk tonight. We're doubling up. We want to give a lot of love to uh, all of our sponsors. In fact, before I even get rolling, because it's a combo deal, I want to make sure everybody gets the proper love necessary. You see Irie, see Corey there. Let's see Russ. Hit that banner for Russ. Let's go. Let's celebrate Russ. This guy's spending good money with us and he's awesome. There he is. <laughs> For his serving all of Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. That's Russ Forhis, in fact, doing just that. So check it out online, RussForhis.com, and learn more. Sorry, Russ. We're kind of invading your space tonight, but I promise you, you're getting all the love. We're going to give you all the love, and we love you of us, and that's awesome. Thanks for sponsoring. And
1: And I think, and real quick, I think Russ will be happy about it from one – he loves you guys. He loves several headlines. Oh, that's good to hear. So uh, I was worried so cool about the Corey to... aspect. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's not. He won't be offended by that. And we're sure it's
2: pronounced vorhis and not Voorhees. Yeah, we
1: are because yeah.
2: Voorhees would be a lot cooler last name. I'm just saying. That's that's yeah. that's,
1: that's that's how you treat our sponsors, Corey. Well, hey, man, Corey,
2: Corey, what are you doing you here? And, I'm and saying, yeah. I, Jay, Jason Voorhees gets all the all the angst, mm-hmm. but he had a mom that cared about him. Hmm. Well, I don't was think she I she was so probably... upset when he drowned in that lake. Anyway, mm-hmm. that he she went and terrorized some campers. But anyway, uh, Russ, you are not part of that family tree, clearly. No. Not part of that lineage at all. I'm, and gonna I'm come sure on...
0: Russ has been I'm... told many times that Voorhees would be cooler because of the serial killer portrayed on the big screen. Mm. Uh but in, instead, Russ Chose is Voorhees.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's for
1: yeah, us. Uh, maybe I'll come on wake up and start changing the names of your sponsors.
2: Is that, is that <laughs> I cool? didn't know. I really, I was just, it was a genuine question gang. I'm sorry. Hey, can
1: we, can <laughs> we also
0: at this time celebrate our friends at register sausage and say, yay, sausage, <laughs> yay, sausage. Let's go.
1: Uh, I, got, I got a little confession to make guys. Oh boy. I might need uh-oh. to be coached up here a little bit. Oh, so I went into my local grocery store a couple days ago Mm-hmm. And thought, you know what, gotta get some of that sweet andouille. Yeah. So Always Kim can done. make some of the, some jambalaya. I mean, I was I could taste it. I was I could already taste the andouille. Well, I went over to the case, and guess what? My local grocery store ran out of. And I didn't, uh, I didn't, mm. I didn't throw anything. I didn't scream at the meat manager. I just, I, I was kind of in a rush, so I just kind of slinked out. Right. I gotta tell you, to the you, L.
0: It's a couple of things here. I was embarrassed. I think we should celebrate that they ran out. I think we should yeah. celebrate that they were sold out. You don't um, know. You, you could have arrived an hour after they sold out. The truck hadn't come for the new stuff yet. It's not their fault. The, the item is so popular. The food's so
2: damn delicious. What are they going to do? Well, you look, know? man, I, I think if you go to a bar, Jeff, and they run out of your favorite IPA, yeah. if they tap the keg on your Guinness, you're not going to be like, well, good for Guinness you're gonna be like the meat manager needs to get his act together and make yeah. sure there's enough and to eat right. he's costing himself money yeah. I think that's, that's the true. way I look at it yeah I, well that's probably fair
0: I just yeah. thought I'd give him a chance like-
1: <laughs> it was one of those it was it was one of those things where I was kind of like a time debate like I, I didn't I was in a rush so I didn't pick the fight but I but I feel like I, if you're not going to stand for something if you're not gonna stand for registers, then yeah, you'll same. fall for anything, right? Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. So for nothing. <laughs> fall for anything. That's correct. So
1: uh, anyway, <laughs> if you don't if you don't live in this part of the country, registermeats.com is the website. They'll take care of you. They'll ship you fresh fresh and you don't have to worry about the meat manager. Cut the meat manager out of the equation. Get him out. Get him out. That's right. So now we can get
0: started. Uh, and we'll, in a, in a little bit, mention our friend at Birch orthodontics, Heather, whom I see more than I see family members. Um, I see Heather on the regular and it's a good thing. She's awesome at what she does. And that I like her personally is I'd be damn tired of seeing her. i tell you what, it's just all the time. It's incessant, but that's because she, you know, I got both kids there.
2: How about Justin right there? A little Sam's club up in enterprise, Alabama has registered sausage.
0: Okay. I think I was just
2: in enterprise, Alabama. Uh, Drove Thanks through chagrin. Yeah. Well, I was driving from Panama City to Atlanta, dodging uh, hailstorms. It was a fun time. You know,
0: I got to tell you, Ira, that normally when you and I get together on a joyous occasion like this, and this time around we're all together, we celebrate that fact that it's after dark. And I am going to go ahead and do a little Seminole headlines Monday smash. What are we do we got to do? Party, everybody! A little party yeah. here for everybody. Let's go!
1: Yeah, I didn't come prepared. By the way, real quick, on your about your trip to, and we'll we're going to talk Florida State football, people. We're going to get there quickly, but uh, about your trip from uh, Alabama or from uh, Panama City to Atlanta, Corey, hmm. how many times did you pull over because of the weather? Twice. Jeff, when's the last time you pulled over because of the weather? It's never happened. And the only reason I know that is because I drove with Jeff yeah. uh, a couple times a couple weeks ago to Would you have
2: wished he had?
1: I'm not gonna say I wished he had, but um, Jeff and Aslan drive a little differently than you and I. Cool. So,
2: man, I'm telling you, it was it popped up on my radar because I was tracking it, and I'm like, buddy, it's the the trees were going sideways on the side of the road. A sign blew in front of me. <laughs> it was as dark as night at 6 p.m. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not dying right now. Because I don't even know who writes the obituary. And I don't want to die right now, so I rolled into a McDonald's and uh, actually uh, ate a little bit while I waited.
1: Jeff would have been like, sweet, bonus round. Yeah, Yeah. let's go. Hey,
0: so first of all, Ira, tell the masses, who got us home safely? You were never nervous.
2: Oh, I was definitely nervous. Sounds like he was absolutely nervous. No,
0: no, 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 no. no. You cannot put me on par with Aslan, who scares everybody (laughs) who's in the car with him. Do not do that this guy gets you home safe you were never nervous i was easy peasy baby
1: i mean you know we, there's a there's a there's a sense of urgency when you're driving that uh yeah is, is impressive now i understand how you make it back from e c c kickoff in six hours well or whatever. there's not only a
0: sense of urgency there's a sense of excellence and I think people, most people, yeah. while they're in the car, feel like they're, you know, they're in the car with a man who's driven a car fast before and is not real worried about hey, it. By it's- the
2: way, speaking of urgency, getting this car back on the road, well, to start the drive. Right. Um, so tomorrow is the deadline, or if you're listening to this, it's on Tuesday, it's later today. Is there an exact time? Is okay. it like by the end of a business day, like 5 p.m.? Like what? what is there an exact time that they would have to announce something?
1: Uh, it's a good question, man. I, I think it's the end of the like midnight, this but I don't day, know. 1159. This this is uh, something we've never really covered before. So I'm yeah. not exactly hundred percent positive. So
0: we don't think anything's going to happen
1: though. Well, not right now. Possibly. I mean, who knows, man? Like I, again, for the last, and I mean, it's not what people want to hear, but for the last like two or three weeks, I basically been like, man, I don't know what's going to happen. Cause uh, you know, I've heard a million conflicting stories and, you know, everybody seems to have an idea what's going to happen, except the people I know who know, and right. I haven't been able to get them to tell me anything. So, um, you know, so I don't know I, I, right now. It doesn't sound like anything's going to happen tomorrow, but I wouldn't put any money on it. Who knows? Hey,
0: Corey, hey, let me, let me ask Ira this question because I think you, uh, uh, <laughs> thanks Alex. I will take a sip for you. It's 5 PM out there in mm. New Mexico. Watch it in New Mexico. Nice. By the way, New Mexico is awesome. It's a beautiful place. Um,
2: It's where uh, Oppenheimer was filmed.
1: That's correct, and where he
2: did some work. Oppenheimer did some work out there in uh, New
1: Mexico. Made an entire town for him. Yes. Yeah. This Um, this is Corey getting us back on track. Okay. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I was going to say he was just going to interrupt, but but uh, I. Let me just ask this question. It's not imperative that they announce tomorrow, it doesn't affect their plans other than if they wanted to hurry up and leave in less than a year or about a year, right? That's it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. If they want to leave in 2025, they still can.
1: Correct. Correct. Doesn't yeah, that I mean,
2: seem like the more reasonable yeah. route anyway yes. than to look, man, the last time they made a Florida State or the ACC made kind of like an impetuous rush decision, they signed their rights away for 20 years. So you're allowed. You're allowed to take your time a little bit with this, right, Ira? Don't you think that's uh, prudent? I'm not saying they're going to yeah. do it, uh, but I think that wouldn't be necessarily imprudent to announce. I don't know, a month from now, three months from now, three days from now, and give yourself some runway.
1: Yeah, I mean, if if the SEC or the Big Ten had said, "We believe you can get out of the grant of rights, and and we're going to come up with this amount of money to make it worth your while, and we're going to everything's going to be perfect." then maybe you do it. But if, if that's not the case, then, yeah, I think it makes perfect sense to wait a little bit. And, and uh, you know, again, why rush into it if uh, if everything's not set up? So I, it doesn't bother me that it won't be – if it's not tomorrow, I still think it's going to happen pretty soon. But it just wouldn't be for the 2024 season, which I don't think anybody really cares that much about that. It's just before those numbers get crazy a few years down the road. Can you imagine how fun it would be right
0: after we beat LSU or right before we play LSU? They make some grand announcement that, by the way, not only are we going to have a great game tonight, everybody's going to celebrate the fun here in Orlando, but Florida State has just made it official that by 2025 they intend to be
2: out of the conference. Wouldn't that be something? Well, I think, I told you guys this the other night, that if they lose to LSU, within the hour you announce it, then it's a good night either way. Florida State fans are upset they lost to LSU, but then they have their school announcing they're leaving the ACC. So either way, you're winning. And I would just ride that until there is a loss. If you lose at Death Valley on a Saturday afternoon, as soon as the clock hits zero, you send out a press release. You just,
1: you just save that for if you ever lose a game? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you got an ace could,
0: in the hole. You guys could announce it in the wrap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, get
2: offered on there to talk about it.
0: Rap is wildly popular, everybody tunes in to see the rap, and right then and there, while people are sitting in their den of depression, you could pop on and be like, No, no, mm. it may have been bad out there today in Death Valley, but guess what, folks? That's the last time you got to worry about it. We're out of this, bitch.
2: it's yeah. time to ride. Let's go. And truly, it is uh, that is so much more important than even this season, like, get having a. I, getting this these dominoes ready to fall is is the most important thing that Florida State football has faced in a long long time and it's certainly more important than even a top 10 game to start a season with a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback right like this that is the pressing issue for this university for the foreseeable future. and so that that's just that's that's the biggest that's that is by far the biggest storyline for the next 18 months in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's no question. I mean, it's a you know the word that you know Rick McCullough, FSU's president, used or, or the the phrase used existential crisis, which is probably overused. But the reality is, I mean, it's 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 kind of a, it feels like do or die. You know that if you stay in this league and you're only going to make you know forty million dollars a year, where the SEC and Big Ten are making seventy to eighty million dollars a year, all those schools it's a deal breaker. And I, you know, and I know uh, Aslan brought up on your guys show, wake up war chant. And I don't know if Jeff, I don't know if you guys talked about it. Um, I didn't catch your guys show today, but. Um, so you weren't the, on it? No, I wasn't on today. So, you know, Hey, I'm not going to be on Corey. Then I, I can't listen.
2: You can't listen, but, so, but last week you were on for about 45 seconds. <laughs> it was like you were giving a traffic report. And then yep. today you're not on at all. I don't. Yeah, I don't like fine. where this is heading. Ira. I will it's, it's explain. A... I will explain momentarily. No, no you don't. You don't even
1: need to explain. It. But let me. But yeah. So, but uh, I guess uh, Aslan brought up Richard Rick Russo. Richard Russo.
2: Yeah, the AP Ronnie guy. Russo,
1: the AP guy. He's a nice guy. I've met him before. But he um, Ralph
0: Russo. He, isn't
1: it? he? he yeah, Ralph I'm Russo? Kidding. I knew it was an R. Come on, guys, let's go. Ralph, we love you, Ralph. Um, he, Ira he really he, loves you. He flew out. The idea or he threw out the idea of the that it might have something to do with Florida State's concern about UCF is why they're wanting no man it's all about Florida and these SEC schools making that much money. That's who Florida State recruits against. That's who they want to beat. That's that's the level they want to be on. It's not that's nothing to do with UCF and whatever the Big 12 is going to make. I mean that Ma- Michael Offord made that comment in an article I did last year. That was like one more or earlier this year, one more thing that bothered him that UCF can make more, but that's not the big concern. The big concern is Florida and the SEC and being lapped by them in terms of money. So Ryan
0: got it right. He wrote, can you really bring Ira on a pre-recorded JCS? So Corey, we didn't want to offend Ira since we recorded the JCS early this morning. The Uh, schedule, the schedule's messed up. There's a lot going on. Everybody was up late the night before for Mike Norvell and the uh, coordinators press conference, right? There was nothing new at the time that I came on the air with Tom this morning, buddy. There was nothing new. Ira's not going to lead give us any insight to what none of us were at that uh, scrimmage. We we don't know his. I can't wait. Not-
2: I honestly, Ira, I can't wait until what the excuse is next week. I am. Is mm-hmm. it going to be you got an fender bender or Jeff? Mm-hmm. Jeff's internet sloppy. I I don't understand exactly. No, that what's would be going you. My
0: there. internet has been solid as a rock for a long time now. Right, bro. right. Don't we'll be projecting. Don't get
1: see you. You Corey, you trying to get me to write a letter to Jeff by August fifteenth saying that I'm switching to wake-up war chant?
2: <laughs> you should, that, well, hey man, you we you'll we'll have you on every day. <laughs> as doesn't want me on your show. You can 45 minutes.
0: Aslan does not want me on your show, buddy. We have a bunch of questions we need to get to, many of which have been split. So I'm gonna get to them first. Um, so Xyler wrote right off the bat, what are the headline uh, headliners expectations for Kaziah Holmes? Now, I want to start with this because I loved him for the five minutes we saw him in spring before he hurt his hamstring, and I really liked him, and then we couldn't talk about him because he missed most of the spring, at least missed in the sense that he couldn't be a full participant. He had problems. It's already in the past, so I don't mind saying it. Mike can't get mad about that, but I love what he brings to the table physically. I think he can help you. I think this is a loaded backfield, and I'm not surprised to hear Keziah Holmes turned heads in the scrimmage as well. I think he's a good player, man. I think they've got four guys, more than that, really. You can only pass the ball around so much. I think they've got four guys that legitimately could do damage on any
1: given Saturday, and he's one of them. It's interesting because he doesn't really – usually when you think of running backs or multiple running backs getting opportunities in the same backfield, you think of, like, different skill sets. And so, like, you know – feel catching the ball out of the back. Yeah, field. and, like, it's you incredible. know, I'll, even, times, like, yeah. going back to last year, you had Trey Sean and Trey Benson, or this yeah. year – you got Trey Benson and Rodney Hill and Tophili, like they all bring a little something different. Cause is kind of a lot like Trey, right? I mean, he's, you know, not quite as big, maybe not quite as fast. Although I think cause thinks he's really fast too, but that's, you know, it's not like, that's the only thing about him is I don't know that he other, I guess he just, he spells Trey. I mean, he, he's kind of a, you know, just you enter when you, when you want to give somebody a blow, but that, it's not – I don't know that he brings anything different to the party. I don't, what do you think, Corey?
2: Yeah, I, I think what would be interesting about him is if if Trey Benson got hurt, and we don't want that to happen, but if he was out for a game, Hill and Toa Feely have such different skill sets And right. it would be nice to still have a big bruiser back there with right. some burst that could get you uh, you know, an eight-yard touchdown run or a four-yard touchdown run or hit one for 40 – um, bouncing off guys. Like, it's cool that you have that back there. I don't necessarily know where he would fit in if Trey stays healthy the whole year. And I think he's good. I agree with Jeff. And apparently he had a couple of big runs on in Sunday night scrimmage. I just don't know where he fits in because you already have the big bruiser that can hit the home runs. And he's one of the best running backs in the conference. And then Toa Feely and Rodney Hill are different skill sets. Keziah is so much more like Trey, but you're not going to play him over Trey. Not pretty consistent amount of time unless Trey gets banged up.
0: You just got uh you're describing an abundance of riches, which is a yeah. really good thing, and this is kind of where they're at at some positions. And I think ultimately it means down the line somewhere that somebody will transfer. But I mean, I'm not trying to usher anybody out the door, I just they got a lot of talent and they've got the ability to withstand guys missing a week or two. I really I said earlier today, uh on the Jeff Cameron show, Corey, which I know you didn't listen to, but I, I said on that show uh, that I thought if Trey Benson went down, Florida State had four to five guys that would be plus running backs in this conference, plus running backs in any conference to fill in, and that while he, they, none of them would be Trey Benson, you really wouldn't be hampered. You still, yeah. still have production at the position. Yeah.
1: And Briley makes a good point. He fits well in the third quarter because you know again, you know, as you're, you, instead of having a back that wears down at twenty or twenty-five carries and and you don't want to be running these guys 25 carries in college because you want right. them to have their shelf life for the NFL you know now you you bring in a guy like that that can start leaning on people in the third quarter in the fourth quarter and it is a fresh back so yeah, yeah there's there's definitely ways they can use him.
2: but it's he's- just hard to think that he'll he'll get more carries than Toa Feely and Rodney Hill uh, you know that's just what I mean like are more touches that's all I I again right. he's a good player but you know the 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 backup, the guy that comes in and lessens the blow for Trey Benson, I would figure would be nine or Rodney Hill, not not another big bat, because you're going to want to get them at bats too. And yeah, it's just kind of an embarrassment of riches at this point. But it's a long season. It might be a 14 or 15 or 16 game season. I can definitely envision a scenario where Keziah Holmes is a big a big time part of this offense. I love yeah. you
0: projecting 16 game seasons, buddy. There we go. It's gotta uh, happen
2: at some point, baby.
0: Little Copa asked yet again, "How is uh, Charlton looking?"
1: Can I have Charlton? Yeah, he looks a lot. He's in a much better shape than he was a year ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't, you know, man, they're so deep uh, on the offensive line, especially a guard. I mean, really everywhere, but but definitely a guard. You know, you just it's just about getting better and better and better. That's one thing that's cool, man. They can split up because they've got like nineteen or twenty offensive linemen. So Alex Atkins takes half of them. Cooper Williams, the GA, takes the other half of them, and they're getting great work all the time at practice. And so those guys are developing, but, I mean, I don't think you'll see Kenai Charlton on the field. You, you know, maybe a mop-up duty as a redshirt freshman.
0: Uh, that's the perfect answer, I think. But he looks better, yeah. He, he looks like he's in a lot better shape. Tom wants to know in trash time, who do you think is the third quarterback?
1: I like this question. Hmm. Brock Glenn. Yeah, me too. I I wonder if early in the year maybe they give it to Duffy just to give it to Duffy.
2: Like, I don't like that reasoning.
1: I mean, give the, it to see, him
2: just to give it to him? No,
1: give him like, hey man, like,
2: <laughs> see, I don't like where this is going. Give it
1: give it a shot, big guy. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't like the end of that sentence. Maybe, maybe you're a gamer. I mean, <laughs> if it's trash maybe,
0: maybe you're a gamer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll say more definitively, I think that he's been passed up by Brocklin.
1: Well, hey, Tony Tokar said he had a couple of his best practices last week. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, but no, you, you, I mean, I, over the long uh, – yeah, man. I mean, at this point, I think most of us think Brock Glenn's going to pass him if he hasn't passed don't him. Don't you
2: think Brock Glenn has an actual chance to be the starter next year? Like, not a not a yeah. great chance, not yeah, a 50% yeah. chance, but he's got a chance. I think that's yeah, why you'd want, you'd want him to get some real work uh, yeah. this season if he gets a chance to.
0: I uh, think,
1: though, if you make that move – then you, yeah, AJ's you, gone. Right. Like yeah. that, that Monday. Yeah. And you have to,
0: you have to prepare for that. And I think that may very well play out. Uh Hawaii Noel, which by the way, we're thinking about you. Uh, yes. Right. if we announce we're leaving tomorrow, does that mean that we have to be out by 2024? Yes. Right. Yes, it would.
1: As far as I know, man, like, I don't, I don't know that they, I mean, it really probably depends on like, who's got the leverage at that point. Like, does the ACC want Florida state out or would they rather like if, if they are concerned that Florida state could get out of the grant of rights somehow, and all they're going to get is the exit fee, then maybe they would say, okay, we'll let you stay for another year if you want to. I mean, clearly they've let Notre Dame do whatever the hell they want for the last Whenever decade. they want. Yeah. So it's embarrassing. Have some so, respect, so, ATC. Jesus. So, so I don't know that like if Florida state was like, look, man, we can't get into the big 10 for two years. Can we stay for another year? I don't know. They're going to get kicked out, but you know, I, I, I sensibly, I don't think you'd make the decision unless you knew you could be out in the year. Notre Dame's calling at 3 a.m. and the ACC's like, come on over.
0: <laughs> yeah, you it's up? Just embarrassing. Getting <laughs> grip. Casey rides first play of scrimmage against LSU. Um, Go, thinking it may be vanilla and go counter. What say you guys? Mm. Corey?
2: I think it's going to be a play action. It's going to look like a counter. Travis is going to roll out and have a run pass option. Very specific
1: answer. You probably, are probably probably a little play.
2: either a dump down to Jaheem or a go to uh, Johnny down the sideline.
1: Well, right now Mike Nordell's scratching that off the list because you just gave it away.
2: You know, Brian Kelly's watching this. Right. Going, all right. Well, now we know what they're going to run. That would yeah. be what I'd do. Get my get, get my Kelly get about a fifteen yard a completion. He's watching this. I'll tell you that right now. I'm like
1: I might get the I might get a little passing game going, maybe. Like kind of get in the flow, maybe a little roll out, a little sprint out. Uh I what about they
0: freedom. break out the flea
1: flicker?
0: Early no. in the game.
1: No. <laughs> if, <laughs> right he, off the bat. How about that? He does the flea flicker on the first play. Salt in the wound. And then right then, Alfred barges into the broadcast booth and says, We're out. We're out, bitches.
2: We're out. We're out. We're joining you, LSU. We're coming. <laughs> This is let's going to be a conference go. game in next year. All right. I like that. Who is the
0: high school football player? Uh, who is the best high school football player recruited by Mike Norvell?
2: Maybe so KJ much. Bolden right about now. We'll see. Yeah, if you're talking about the person on this team, uh, which I guess would make more sense than yeah. we, we don't know. Uh, well, let's, y- y'all think about I mean, it.
1: They have a bunch of guys in the NFL from previous schools, but I don't know which ones were recruited out of high school, which ones he recruited, because some of those guys – um, Puente staff brought in, and then Norvell figured out the right way to use them. So, I don't, I've been focusing on this staff and what they've done. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I want to go with Bolden because we haven't seen him yet,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. go with somebody on this team.
1: Um, I'll say from a high school perspective, it might, it, oh man, it's
2: might tough, be Destin
1: right? Hill. Well, um, <laughs>
2: yeah, he. <laughs> He lurks the part for sure. I mean, they
1: look the the last two years is it's just transfer central, so it's no. not like the you know there was a ton of, I don't, I, I'm sure we're not thinking of somebody. I mean, Biscuit, over did Mel-
0: they recruit Biscuit?
1: They did. Biscuit was out of high Biscuit. school. Darren. Williamson
0: have a good year. That might be
2: a good answer. Koa um, oh, maybe or um, Azarie. I think Azariah's had a really good camp Azari. so far. Azarie might yeah. be the answer. Yeah, one of the one of the DBs. Yeah, Shaheen. Maybe Shaheen. Well, hopefully. We'll see. Maybe Shaheem turns into it.
0: MLB is in full swing, and MyBookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. With a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures, MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand-new MyBookie money bag feature, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use promo code WARCHANT To secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000, it's simple. Deposit $200, play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now and get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie seminal headlines returns now head to youtube and search for war chant tv today to catch the show live or on demand now here's jeff cameron ira chauffel and Corey clark uh jeff ira and sweet p what is the schedule for events in orlando well put it up ben let's go put it up let's see all the good stuff we've got there it is there it is boys war chant live in orlando meet and greet at 4 p.m And a live show five p.m. from the Wall Street Plaza downtown at Hooch, good times.
1: And that's a Saturday, Saturday. yeah. That's a Saturday before the game. Yeah, yep.
0: And then Sunday, the game pregame, Tom and myself will be doing that from twelve to two there uh, at that uh, main plaza, and that should be a lot of fun. And then the postgame show after it's all over, late night from Hooch, Tom and Gene getting it on at they'll go at least till one a.m.
1: Wow, one a.m. Yeah.
0: Well, listen, that's a big celebration when you win 52 to six. Yeah. You're going to want to celebrate the moment. That's a, that's a, you
2: think anybody's ever been looking for hooch walking down wall street at like nine, 10 at night. And then they go, they see it, they see the who- lights and they go hooch. There it is.
1: I thought you were I just saying not. they're looking for hooch and I'm like, what? <laughs>
2: no, no, no. Uh, you-
1: hooch, hooch what- there it is.
2: Anyone well, who- mean, hooch would be described
0: in that situation, Ira, as like underground whiskey.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. right. You got right. some of the, you got some of that hooch on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we, we didn't. It's not on the ad. I guess it's kind of top secret. But there might be an event Saturday evening for Warchant subscribers. There might be some limited OG options. VIPs.
2: you can't let the riff raff in. It's going to be a big to do. It's, it's like an be. eyes wide shut party. You're going to have to know the password <laughs> and have a mask. You got to exactly. wear feather boas <laughs> and pants. <dance. laughs> the
1: the, pa- the password is hooch.
2: Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Hooch there Ed is. is a pillar
0: and yes. makes really good coffee. And here we go. Can't wait for Orlando. Hope we get to see you guys. You will. We'll be everywhere. Yeah. We go 4-0 in September. Book it.
2: Damn, Let's Ed. go. Absolutely, Let's go. Ed. Thank you very much, man. That's very nice. Good. I hope we good to see you too. Um, And if they yeah. go 4-0, are they number two in the country? Maybe number one. Coming, up, coming out of September. What's Georgia done at that point? Get them They're out They're probably of undefeated, but they may have struggled a little bit. They didn't play anybody. Get them out. Okay. Yeah, Get
1: that's, out. that's how it works. They've only won two straight national titles. Get them out. Hey
2: it worked Tired for Florida State. Florida it. State got jumped by Mississippi State.
0: Ira, game control, baby. I yeah.
1: hear you. <laughs> that's
2: right. Uh Robert
0: writes, cheers, gents. How uh, how about some rapid fire preseason over-unders? Oh, here we go. FSU defense points allowed. Uh 19 and a half per game.
1: Over. I'm gonna go over mostly just because yeah. I think they're gonna they're gonna be on the field a lot. Yeah. I mean, offense is going to score a lot and score.
2: Yeah, they probably, honestly, they might give up a, a lot of fourth quarter touchdowns and garbage yeah. time.
0: Garbage time. They're up yeah. 40 to 10. All of yeah. a sudden, the final's 40 to 20, 40 to 24, something like that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Jordan Travis, 37 and a half pass, uh, passing touchdowns.
2: Under. Under. But it's a good number. I like that They're number. They're going
1: to run the ball, man. They're going to run the ball well, so I'll go under. Yeah, I'll say under, but it, it won't be far from that, I bet fisk
2: six and a half sacks over baby i am i'm with that too i'm going over on that Going over yeah
1: you you guys are giving the credit for the motor and uh high motor We oh, think this, he's garbage Ira? He's no no Come i'm on. just saying i'm just no. saying you guys are i think no, you guys he's, he's, fired up about the relentless oh, motor. i think that
0: i think they have their hands full with a lot of people and he's gonna be in yeah. singles and get an opportunity to destroy a guy across from
1: them yeah plus they're gonna play 16 games right
0: so there it is. Yeah. So that's one every two and a half games or whatever. Yeah. yeah
2: that's
1: blow easy. We'll
2: pass
0: that. Yeah. Uh, 35 points in week one.
1: Hmm. It, hmm. I'm going to go over. Going over. Woo. Going over. That's a good number, Robert. It is. These are all that's good th- numbers, Robert. No, sorry. Yeah. And thanks for the uh, donation, too, by yeah, the way. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Robert.
2: Uh, so, Corey, you got him winning. I think so. Yeah, I do. And well, and I and I. So Hell guys, yes, you do. And I pay attention to. I don't pay attention to what LSU did against Purdue because they weren't. They were playing a ghost of a team that had none of their good players there and no coach. But got they got win, lit guys. up by they got lit up by A and and Georgia to end the season, and not just lit up by Georgia. They gave up thirty five points in the first half. I don't. I'm not. I don't think LSU's defense is very good, especially. I can't imagine that kid is still a, is 100 healthy, right? The D lineman that hurt his knee.
1: Oh, I asked I asked somebody at FSU just because they've had similar situations. They thought he'd be pretty close to it because it happened in the season opener. Um, but but yeah, I mean he's not. It's not like he's. It's not like I mean he he's got a lot of hype because of how highly he was recruited. It's not yeah. a fact that he's you know Warren Sapp. So not
2: know Tommy Dorsey is that his name? Glenn Dorsey, whatever his name was, Dorsey. So you you guys are talking about Mason
0: Smith who got hurt last year? Yeah, yesterday? yeah. Yeah, he's really good, man. I think he's – if he's healthy, he's projected first round. I'm not saying he's going to dominate, but he's a good player. No, he um, is.
1: But I'm saying, like, I don't think he's, like – done a ton at college i mean i may be wrong I don't and think also he... don't
2: think their secondary is great certainly not by lsu standards
1: well um, and i think we have a good offensive line so we can negate
0: yeah, sure. some of the better players that they have i i, I think four states offense is a problem even for the best defenses right. in the country so I'm i'm in agreement there i do think that harold perkins is a freak and i do think that they've got a lot of players on defense that should have good years but Look, the game's geared towards offense, and Florida State's got one of the best in the country. It's just gonna be like if you guys have Florida State winning. So here's my question. I asked that's why I asked you, Corey. I'll ask you, Ira, if we've got Florida State winning, what's the race to?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the race is to 37. Uh, no, I don't know, no, man. I think it's probably like 32, and I cool. think 32, 33, and I think Florida State's gonna go over that. I am I'm, I'm I'm probably feeling more confident about this game.
2: Yeah, well, I think thirty. I think thirty is a good number, and I think they'll get there. I don't know about thirty-five. I don't know if they're going to score five touchdowns against that all. I'm going to
0: go one. under, and I'll pick them to win 34-24. Okay, all right, good work. How about that. I got Florida State, and SS- so who? So, 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 so Florida
2: State's up thirty-one to twenty-four with a minute ten left. They get the ball at the LSU six-yard line after a fumbled punt. All <laughs> they need is a kick to ice the game. Do you do you think Norvell takes a knee and just kicks it and? Who kicks it to make it 34-24 to and ice the game?
0: Uh, Both kickers have looked spectacular. I'm going to let that battle rage, Corey. You know that I am biased. who has been perfect. Um, Well, that's not
2: true. He hasn't been perfect, but he's been pretty good. Uh, There's
0: been no misses. I don't know what the (laughs) hell you're looking at. But Uh, uh, my guy has been a beast. Okay. Um, it's really so you think right it's position. him?
2: They might alternate. They might pull like a Spurrier in that 97 game. Just every kick you go with somebody else.
0: I joke that we should ask the opposing team to choose which of our kickers they'd like to make the next kick. Yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's how good those guys have been so far. So let's so just
1: keep that in place. Just, just following up on what I was saying. So Mason Smith, man, yeah, man, I mean, he's highly recruited. was freshman All-SEC all as a freshman two years ago. But he played nine games and had like I think like 15 tackles, something like that. 19 tackles um, as a freshman, and then last year he got hurt in the second game. So it's not like he's played a lot. Of, I'm just saying he's going to be going up against his first game back after tearing an ACL. He's going to be going up against a lot of like 23 year old dudes. Yeah. Now he's better than them, like talent wise. I just think man, you wouldn't have think he's going to
2: control the game. That's, he's I, not if he does,
1: that's if he does, that's awesome. Yeah. But I'm not oh. like, oh man, there's no doubt he's going to be wrecking every play. That's my theory. I could be eating Crow a few weeks from now. Mm, sweet, sweet Crow. Well, it'll be fun to watch. I mean, there's, there be plenty of matchups where
0: we're going to look at LSU's offensive line against Jared Verse. We're going to look at FSU's offensive line against him. We're going to Yeah, there's a lot there. I mean, these are individuals that will make plays. We do know that. Will they change the game? Will they dominate the game? I think there's enough balance of talent there. That's why we got this as a coin flip game. Yeah. Um, Alex writes uh, more effective in the red zone this year, vertical spacing. Uh, all the tall receivers or a more powerful offensive line, vertical spacing. I, I'm going to, I'm going to space them out guys. I don't think anybody, I have a theory on this. There are very few Georges in the world. Uh, most offensive lines are not what Bama's had over the last 10 years, which are incredible player after player after player, even the good offensive lines really struggle in cramped spaces where we, these days, Modern defenses have three hundred and fifty-pound nose tackles in the red zone down there, and in, the, in, in short, cramped spaces. Even in the NFL, it's hard to move people off the line. I think they're so talented from an athletic standpoint between the quarterback and the tight ends and the running backs and the receivers. I'd spread people out. I think it's easier way to score.
1: Yeah, yeah, agreed. yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, but I, but I also think they could do both. I mean, the other thing about with them from, from a formation standpoint is you've got, you know, these tight ends that can be like wide receivers, you know, Morlock and Morlock was a high school wide receiver. Jaheim Bell is played receiver. I mean, so you can spread those guys out, but use them as blockers. I mean, there's so many things that they can do that. um, Yeah. I mean, I just, uh, I'm that's probably my most interested thing. I want to see about this whole season is what Norvell and Atkins do from a, you know, scheme standpoint in all these different situations because their options are pretty much endless, man. They've got so many options.
2: I mean, Keon Coleman is just, he's a, yes. he, he's a team changer. He's an offense changer. He's not just a replacement guy for Pittman. He's a lot better than that guy receiving anyway, not, maybe not punt returning yet, but he is a, he he's worth like, I think you could add three or four points per game to what Florida state is going to average because of that guy. I think he's just, he is a he's a next level receiver that is a competitor. He's fluid. He's probably a better receiver than Johnny Wilson by the, you, you you not more he's, he's more polished. He's more polished, but he's also a freak himself. Yeah. Like he can go up and get the ball too. So he's man he is just a weapon, man. I didn't, they, I knew he was good. I didn't know he was I don't think I knew yeah. he was quite this.
0: When they got him, I got so excited cuz had seen him play and then I went online and watched him play and thought He's anything like this with a real quarterback. I mean, imagine they, they didn't have one last year. Or and, a
2: Johnny Wilson
0: on the other side. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's a he yeah, that dude projects and nicely.
1: And he's also another, he's all about his business, just like pretty much just like Johnny is. So now when you bring in these younger receivers, mm-hmm. that's what they're seeing. Um, so all that's big. By the yeah. way, sorry to jump ahead, but um, I saw Z Chan got thrown up there earlier, but we didn't. I'm gonna know. I'm
0: gonna get to Z Chan okay. love here. I'll I'll get to him. My bad, my uh, bad. I saw him um I, i'm trying to get get in the order of what we got here there's several there's good ones here a couple of them let's do rapid fire here i like this first of all i am curious what you guys are going to say do you think because here's the question colin wants to know who the starting safeties are against lsu so do you guys think and i've thought about this a little bit shaheem brown and akeem dent are those the starting safeties or do you think somebody else like kevin knowles is in there instead of one of those two guys
2: I think those two guys are the starters. I think Knowles plays early and plays a lot.
1: That's my guess too. I mean, not to couch it, but Knowles. That's what yeah, I think. Knowles. No, I mean Knowles could beat one of them out, but uh, I, my guess is I think they'll they'll I think they'll start, and, and Knowles can can fill in. And it wouldn't shock me if he ends up starting some during the season. Yeah. But my that I, I would mean, be with Corey.
2: That guy, man, and watching him at practice there is nobody that's giving more instruction to fellow teammates because he's got a lot of young bucks in the state and he's only played safety for a little while, but he mm-hmm. knows the position so well. He is instructing those guys all the time. He literally is like another coach on the field. Even when he's not participating, he's on the sideline watching certain teams get, you know, the second or third or whatever team get reps. He's always talking to those guys and always coaching yeah. them up
1: there. Yeah. And I mean, there's one thing about him and that concerned me a little bit. He was really tight with them, and I've never talked about this on the show, but he was really tight with Duke Cooper. Like they were always together. If you saw him before practice, after practice, came in together, they were guys, they were buddies. So when Duke left, I kind of wondered a little bit like, is that going to affect Knowles at all? Like, is he going to feel some kind of way? But I asked somebody in the program, they're like, no, man, Kevin's the leader. Like, Kevin, he he's not the follower in that relationship. No. So you don't have to worry about it. And so to your point, I think it might be good for Florida State because now he's not yeah. leading Duke Cooper. He's leading a bunch of these young no. guys. Wesley writes, "Hey
0: fellas, who scores the first touchdown of the season as we march towards the ACC title and the college football playoff? I'll see you all at the meet and greet event. Go Noles. Thanks, Wesley. Looking
2: forward to seeing you too, buddy. Who scores Appreciate the first it. touchdown, guys? I think it's Fitz Magic on a fake field goal. Master Mono with the little – hadn't seen this play at all. I'm just devising it in my head because you know LSU is going to want some retribution for that blocked extra point. So they're bringing the house on that first kick. And it's going to be a 26-yarder, and you're just going to flip it out to Fitzgerald. He's going to high-step into the end zone.
1: I'm going to go with uh, Braden Fisk with a pick six. <laughs>
2: okay, nice.
1: Just to uh, – Now, you does he tip LSU? it in the air?
2: Does he tip it to himself in the air, or is he covering think- a running back in the flat?
1: I think Fabo block hits it and it fly, flies up in the air. Fist catches it in the air and what high play. steps, high steps into the end zone. It's a
0: fun play. Jaheim Bell is the answer, guys. Play action pass touchdown.
1: You know the first, that first thing came,
2: The, the that first, first thing play came, I was talking about is it going to be that first play you roll out and hit him? Yeah, the, not the
1: first play, but yeah. The first thing that came to my mind when they when the when you read the questions for some reason it was Lawrence Tofili. I just had a thought that oh, maybe yeah? LT that that might speed gets to the score. corner on yeah, maybe, maybe
2: probably won't be on a punt return though.
1: No, Probably. let's talk Morlock.
0: Has he exceeded your expectations? Will he have a huge impact on the season? That's from
2: Cool Ranch. Man, he's good. The problem for him uh, is Marquistan Douglas is good too. Like Marquistan yeah. Douglas makes yeah. plays all the mm-hmm. time, and we were so anxious to kind of push him aside. No, no, because no, no. Of, no. no I don't mean talk. anxious isn't the right word, but so many fans were were, were yeah. excited about these two guys to come in, and it's like, man, Marquistan's still here. And Marquise is making plays all the time, and so I I don't know what kind of impact he's going to have, but he is probably a little more athletic than I thought he was.
1: Why and is he's that? He's obviously
2: uh, well, Ira. Look, it's he played at shorter college. Okay, that's all. It's the only right. thing I I was judging. I'll tell you so who else. Fisk Fisk runs better. <laughs> a than bit you more
0: think. athletic than you thought.
2: He really completely is. You know,
0: and Corey, it's interesting you bring it up while we're talking about guys that are more athletic than you would have guessed. That Nicholson kid. Just watching him a little bit in practice, you could tell he's a little bit more shifty than you realize. Shoots
1: that
2: gap pretty quick if he sees it. Yeah, it triggers.
1: Don't don't sleep on a – Brian Courtney.
2: Brian Courtney. That's what I was going to I want
1: to to see them race maybe.
0: (laughs) Probably the two fastest guys on the team, and you wouldn't expect it. You you really just would never expect that at all. And the weird part is Mm when you have that kind of speed and you're also a coach on the field.
2: (laughs) And you're just dripping with grit. Yeah, right, you yeah. just got grit all over kind you. Kind of kids
0: but, that uh, you'd want your daughters to marry, or right, but, right? But Morlock,
2: <laughs> Morlock is—he's—he's he's a touch more athletic than I thought he was. Honestly, just watching the film, or anything else, and he's also got that size, and you don't see him drop much. I mean, he's—he has a chance in his career at Florida State to be a pretty, a pretty big weapon for this offense. I don't know how much yeah. this year, but in his career, he should. Oh, no, I think, yeah. oh absolutely.
1: Yeah, I think we all agree. He's no—he's very good. I mean, I, yeah, he's been very consistent catching the football. Yeah. Great frame. You know, man, he's, Let's uh, he's short impressive.
0: Change. Let's not shortchange our boy Russ. Russ.
1: Headliners, Ira here. We had the idea a little while ago to start selling headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys, but we had no idea where to get started. That's why I'm so glad we found Shopify. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide, including Seminole Headlines. Whether you're a startup using your man cave or you're IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling satin sheets from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering yay sausage shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, to take your business or hobby to the next level today. shopify.com slash warchant seminal headlines returns now head to youtube and search for war chant tv today to
0: catch the show live or on demand now here's jeff cameron ira chauffel and Corey clark z chan what's up baby your seven-year-old and your four-year-old boys jd and tanner they say hey guys go Knowles. raise them right absolutely
1: yeah. z chan and uh jd and tanner you think they're named after uh, jd drew and uh which Tanner? Which Tanner you think Chuck sure, Tanner, know. the former
2: Pirates man. Chuck you know, Tanner? And Braves. He went to the Braves. Didn't have quite the success at the Braves with the Braves that he did with the Pirates. That's understandable. I um, was going to say uh was it was it one of the kids on Full House, DJ Tanner?
1: I think you might so be So they right. just
2: kind of flipped the uh they just flipped Maybe. the name for JD there and then kept the Tanner
1: you think Just z saying, might
2: be a big full house fan z chan Thanks. is a
0: wonderful dentist i did not know that he was a huge jd drew guy but i know why you would be i mean my yeah. goodness
2: gracious what a season yeah but one of the all-time greats thank you z chan very much man i hope we get to thank see you me. at some point point. and uh, also well. hello
0: jd and tanner
2: yes um, yeah
0: james b wants to know james b you got in here late baby we already kind of did this. What would your over-under for number of sacks from Fisk be? We got asked whether or not six and a half was the number, and we said over.
2: But what would Corey you set? What, James B., you're the best. I can't wait to see you in a few weeks. Thanks,
0: uh, James B. What yeah, would you set? James in-
2: B. You guys,
0: listen, James B. is a fixture on everybody's show. He's a loyalist. He's mm-hmm. awesome. You don't have to do that, Corey. He doesn't need that kind of unfettered
2: idolization. Just just answer the question. Well, I wanted to thank him for his donation or tip. I, I can't man. remember what we call. I, you know, it's, it's, I want to give him a little more attention than it's you know. Some, excessive. It's excessive. Uh, uh, he's it, starting
0: it, to think it's disingenuous. Is all I'm saying.
2: You're you're disingenuous. How about that? How about that? That was for you, James B. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. I would set the over under at eight. I think he's going to be flirting right there. I'm going to go under range. eight
0: and over six and a half. So that tells you where I'm at. Seven and a half.
1: I might be with Jeff. I might be with Jeff. I think you might have overshot it. I think that you might have over adjusted with that number,
2: Corey. Yeah, okay. So you're going to um, go under eight?
1: I think so. All right. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot for a defensive tackle.
2: If they play 14 games, like legitimately, they could play 14 games. It's probably have a 50% chance at worst of playing yeah. 14 games. It's only eight.
1: I might not be taking his high motor into effect. I don't know.
2: You're not even come close to that high motor. Again, it doesn't, he doesn't have an off switch. Right. I just kind of want you guys to realize that. There's no switch that Where, says off.
0: Hey Briley wants to know where's Versus over under if we're setting Fisk at eight. I'm not setting Fisk at 19. Eight. I set <laughs> I'm setting Fisk at six and a half. And I would <laughs> set verse. I already said this and Corey. I thought we came up with a good number the last time we did this exercise. Didn't we think 14 and a half was a good number?
2: I think so, man. Uh, you know, again, we we, we know about you know injuries and if they're playing a meaning a meaningless game in January maybe he's only playing 12 games instead of a lot of times he's going to be sitting when they're up 30 but yet that too like you you think about that run they had uh, that month where they were beating everybody 35 to 4 6 whatever it was nobody was scoring touchdowns against them well the defense the starters weren't racking up huge numbers because they were not on the field that long like that Syracuse game in particular I don't know that anybody had more than six tackles because Syracuse kept going three and out, and then the game was over, and they stopped playing their starters. So there could he could be hurt by that, like just not getting a lot of reps and at bats because they're up forty points on some of these teams
1: do you do you think you think Fisk's new teammates would appreciate it if like, uh, a motor company like Evan Rude or whoever like started sponsoring Braden Fisk for his Relentless awesome. Motor. Yeah, that's well like, played, Ira. That's when, well played. I'd would like people be, <laughs> would be? Would the other guys be offended or they? I think they would. I, they think they would
2: I would hope they'd get the joke. Although it's not a joke, guys. He really does play hard. <laughs> <laughs> but we make it sound like a joke.
1: Energizer, rabbits, and right.
0: batteries, right. and yeah, we should do the whole thing. Hey, I'm going to do this to make life easier on our great producers. Hour number two, the seminal Headlines headliner questions forthcoming. There you go, guys. Just take that clip and make it happen.